Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. For everybody out there in Lutz. John's Joints, where John takes news stories, rolls them up in blue rolling paper. It's kind of his thing. Passes them around. We take a few totes, man. And we learn a lot. Underneath them, I'll be playing lullaby versions of popular songs. John, we didn't talk off the air about your weigh-in today. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have one this morning. That's why we I didn't did, talk about I did, it. Well, cause, because I uh, had to have my... A couple different reasons. One, I won't tell you right now. And then the second one was I went and got my beard trimmed. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to actually have to switch my days from Thursday. But that's all a side note to the fact that many weight loss keeps me accountable and keeps me losing weight. Which when I when I go home and I take my shirt off at night yeah. and my wife says, wow, you really are still just losing weight. That's a good feeling. And it's a good feeling whether it's my wife or your wife or your husband. And you can experience that with Medi Weight Loss. The medically supervised program is going to keep you accountable and make sure you're not only you're losing weight, but you're doing it in a healthy manner. And they will give, they want to give, they're going to give, bone listeners, a free assessment. Just go to startmedi.com slash 1025, startmedi.com slash 1025. It's got a picture of me there. It'll just ask for some basic information. You fill it in, and then one of the nurses from Medi Weight Loss will give you a call, talk about your situation, and let you know the plan they can put together to help you change your life. You can also call 877-MED-LOSS. If you do that, make sure you tell them specifically that you heard John Senning talking about it on Drew Garabo Live. So our government is a mess. That's oh. all there. That, that's all there really is to it. Like just seeing the videos that I'm seeing right now um, coming out of this hearing, which is happening as we speak regarding uh, Dr. Fauci. I don't understand all the ins and outs of how these things work or who gets to dictate who needs to go sit before our lawmakers and our people within government to uh, be berated and, and answer questions from a bunch of people who are probably more clueless than anybody. But that's how we do it in our government. And we'll just take that as the way it is. Uh, well, currently, Dr. Fauci is being grilled. And the first clip I'm going to play for you is to give you an idea of the line of uh, of questioning that Dr. Fauci was receiving from Representative Jim Jordan. Um, some may appreciate it. Some probably won't. And then I'll play you a clip of uh, Representative Jim Jordan um, getting bitch smacked by Maxine Waters. So oh. here's the first uh, here's the first clip of uh, Jim Jordan pressing Dr. Fauci about COVID and when life will come back. To slow the spread, turned into one. Oh, sorry. Was that was that me or you? You. Oh, yeah. I can turn it up a little bit. Year of lost liberty. What metrics? What measures? What has to happen before yeah. Americans get my, their freedoms? Back? My message, uh, Congressman Jordan, is to get as many people vaccinated as quickly as we possibly can to get the level of infection in this country low, that it is no longer a threat. That is when. And I believe when that happens, you will see. What determines when? 
I'm sorry. What? What measure? What? I mean, are, are we just going to continue this forever? Or when does? When does? No. When do we get to the point? What measure? What standard? What objective uh, outcome do we have to reach before, before Americans get their liberty and freedoms back? You know, I, you're, you're indicating liberty and freedom. I look at it as a public health measure to prevent people from dying and going to the hospital. You don't think Americans' liberties have been threatened the last year, Dr. Fauci? They've been assaulted. Their liberties have. I don't look at this as a liberty thing, Congressman Jordan. Well, that's obvious. <laughs> so, I mean, things Whoa. were getting heated. Um, you, you... Got uh, what I need. Yeah, no, you kind of, I won't say open my eyes, but the way you started talking about Dr. Fauci over the past few weeks has tweaked a little bit. Do you think that that is a wide-scale thing that people, even if they won't openly admit it, are now kind of uh, starting to feel some sort of way about about Dr. Fauci and, and his stance on, on things? I don't know, man. I think our feelings about him are the end result of us being in this for so long. You got to remember, he served for so many administrations. Yeah, and, and I get that. To think that, you know, he just up and decided this is what I was going to do yeah. while under a president who wasn't having any of it, I guess you could say. Uh, it's it, it, Wrapping your head around what Dr. Fauci represents and where he plays into the big picture of things and how much we should take every single word of what he says, uh, you know, how, how much weight we should hold with that right. is a question that I, I don't think we'll know <sighs> until it's all said and done. I know. Uh, so here's where, here's where things started getting uh, a little out of hand. Uh, Jim Jordan is, is trying to ask Fauci a question, and I guess his time has expired, so you then have to be quiet, and, and he's not doing that. So um, Maxine Waters has to step in. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, I don't want you to answer my question. The American people want Dr. Fauci to answer the well, question. What does it have to be? Expire, sir. If you need to respect the chair and shut your mouth. <laughs> Don't worry about this. We, we, we're going to handle this. Oh, man. I mean, that's our. these are the people in charge. These are the people that we're supposed to look to to... to I don't know what they're supposed to do, but that doesn't sound like they're doing it. The inmates are running the asylum. For real. Uh, I teased it before the break. If you're curious about, you know, if specifically with a Pfizer shot, how long is this good for? Is this going to be a scenario where I got to get this every year? Well, Pfizer's CEO, Albert Borla, told CNBC's Bertha Combs Thursday that people will likely require a third dose of the COVID-19 vaccination within 12 months of being fully vaccinated. He went on to say it is extremely important to suppress the pool of people that can be susceptible to this virus. Pfizer released the data on April 1st showing that the mRNA vaccine is highly effective six months after the second dose. The news comes following a similar statement made by the White House Chief Advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, earlier this week, who said people will need to get booster shots for COVID within the year. I mean, do we just accept it like the flu? And, and, and the next question is, does it, is it so front of mind right now that this mentality with the passports and people, there's a little bit of shaming if you don't want to do it. Does that stick or does that go away uh, like the flu? Because nobody, nobody has ever shamed me for not getting a, a flu shot. Do they Never. you? Uh, right. No. They, people say you should get a flu right. shot, but I don't get the flu shot. No one goes, ah, burn in hell. Yeah, so it will be it will be very interesting to see as we move forward. Once we get 12 months out, 24 months out, years and years out, mm. if it will be, hey, you can't go here without your COVID vaccine. Even if it's by choice. Not saying that it's a passport, but that we're still hearing about it in such strongly worded scenarios.
The more I hear stuff like this, the more that Alex Jones parts of my part of my brain, not quite gay frogs, but the more it stands up and goes, what's really going on here? More money for big pharma, eh? Interesting. That's it. And, and, you know, I said it the other day, not really grasping what I was fully saying in the sense of I think that's probably a topic that most Americans agree on when we don't agree on anything is that big pharma uh, is taking advantage of the little man in a bunch of different ways. But that that frame of mind just is not utilized specifically when it comes to vaccines. And I haven't figured out why. Maybe it's because. We're, we're so looking, desperate. We're for desperate it. for for freedom and and, and yep. reality on the other side of this that we're willing to to look to anybody for help, even if it is the big evil pharmacy companies. And I I don't fault anybody for believing that because we've been through hell this last year and a half. By the way, real quick, I got to share this with you. Somebody just sent me a screenshot of the synopsis of the drive by book that I read as a child. <laughs> yes. Um. Let me just sh- cut you off a piece. Okay. Jimmy always told me there were only two kinds of gangbangers: those who were dead and those who were going to die. Joining a gang doesn't make sense to Jimmy. Jimmy's dead now, gunned down in front of his little sister, Mina, and his brother, Tito. And Tito is left wondering, was Jimmy in a gang after all? Oh, man. Icebreaker Joe and Lamar think so. They say Jimmy was skimming their drug money. And if the missing cash isn't returned, Tito may have to pay with his life. I mean, and you read this when you were how old? Uh, well, it came out in '97, so I think I got it fresh off the presses. I think I got that no joke at the Scholastic Book Fair. I used to get Mad Libs. Yeah, those are those are fun, uh, dude. We should do Mad Libs on we, the show. We sometime. absolutely should. Every verb is a throb. Okay, that's what I do. Yeah, or or we could come up with a good like a hat of of uh, filthy filthy yeah, verbs. Yeah, I like it. Felch. Remember not that long ago when a woman on the phone line said I have a, I think she said I have a violent imagination. Yes. Uh, she, well, there were, I think she called me a coward and said I had a violent oh, yeah, imagination. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. She was mean. She was. But I often think if the all the crime podcasts and all the things that I soak in, if it makes me feel like there is evil, more evil in the world than there really is. And then okay. I see a story like this, and every time, whether it happened in Polk, Pasco, Hillsboro, you get a story and you, you start to see how there are truly evil people embedded in our lives in a bunch of different ways, whether it's the guy that works at Disney that, the, you know, uh, Grady Judd has gotten time and time again. Or in this case, we've got a pastor and a high school women's basketball coach. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office announced earlier today over 70 men were arrested as part of a week-long operation aimed at combating human trafficking. Operation Takedown took place from March 30th to April 9th leading up to WrestleMania and is the second human trafficking operation conducted by the Sheriff's Office this year ahead of a large-scale community event. Mm. Sheriff Chad Chronister said detectives went undercover and conducted chat hotel, and streetwalker operations that led to arrest. Among those arrested include 39-year-old Ernest Benjamin, a local pastor at Breath of Life Worship Church in Tampa, and a 39-year-old Christopher Ray, a girls' high school basketball coach at Lando Lakes High School. Both of these men, these are in Chronister's words, both of these men trusted, were trusted and revered members of our community and were arrested for soliciting another to commit prostitution. So that kind of means they were they were on the business end of it, right? So, soliciting means we're that solic- they were, they were, were trying to get a prostitute. We're arrested for soliciting another 
Oh, to commit prostitution. Okay, I thought they were trying to get somebody to prostitute themselves oh, for them. No, I think they were trying to get a, prost- a prostitute. I mean, if I'm reading this right. language correctly. During Thursday's morning's press conference, Chronister also mentioned Benjamin received two charges of contributing to delinquency or dependency of a child because he had two small children in the car while soliciting someone for the acts of a sex trade. Well, you want to leave him alone unattended? So, let's say you get the hooker. Right. And you got the two kids in the back seat. Yeah, they got DVD players. You're just going to, I mean, that's what we're led to believe, right? That you were just going to, you were just going to bang the hooker in front of your two small children? Well, not in front of them. You'd probably turn their car seats around. Okay. I don't know. Maybe go into the woods. Some, I, I've, I don't know. Fortunately, I only have uh, one child and I never tried to bang a prostitute in front you, of him. <laughs> do you think, kind of the thought that I, that I started with, that bad people are more all around us than the average person would like to think. And when I say bad, I don't mean full blown like they're gonna they'll kidnap your loved one and cut them into pieces. Holy but crap. but capable of doing if you're if you would bang your kid, you're <laughs> okay. If you bang your kid, you're bad. You're automatically. Really, you're, you're, no that's, questions that's asked. That's a bad That group. makes you bad. You bang your kid, you're a bad, you're bad person. Kid bangers are bad. Right. But if you bang a prostitute in front of your kid, like what's the scale of bad there? Um, One to ten. Ten, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna cut you up into pieces and have sex with your dead body. Right. And one is you've been going to church every day for your life and you've never heard a fly. I'm gonna go uh getting a prostitute in front of your kids is at least an eight. Maybe okay. A seven, okay. Eight. Okay. I thought I was overreacting. No, no, so. you shouldn't do it. Well, and you throw in that guy wasn't the the high school basketball coach, but you throw that role in there, and I think the number goes up a little bit more. Did he try to bang the prostitute in front of the high school girls' basketball no, team? I, that de- uh, that detail I haven't seen referenced yet, okay. but I'm going to work on it. I would like to. Forty uh, four year old Jason Brooks of Tampa and thirty two year old Jamel Muldrew of Houston, Texas, were also arrested on human trafficking charges. Deputies say Brooks was arrested after he responded to a decoy prostitution advertisement. Oh. He believed he was going to pay for sex with a seventeen year old girl. Okay, that's bad. According to the sheriff's office, Muldrew has been transporting a 17-year-old girl for the sole purpose of commercial sex acts. See, that's why I wondered if the other one was, the way it's worded is somewhat confusing, but maybe it's just both. Maybe it's the people that were looking to buy the prostitutes and those that were supplying uh, that because this, he also has um, a count of human trafficking and uh, charges of transporting for prostitution. I'm no lar, okay? I'm no lar. But if I was, and my client was arrested for soliciting a streetwalker, you gotta say that's entrapment. Like you, like you put something on the side of the road that tried to get yeah. me to break the yeah. law. You can't prove that I would have normally gotten a hooker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with that. I mean, I understand at that point it's the intent. But SBK always has this thing where he talks about. If there was no prostitute, there was no underage person, how did you commit a crime? And there's a little bit, I mean, once you start trying to wrap your head around that, you are arresting somebody for a crime that at least in that circumstance, they couldn't have actually committed because there was no prostitute. There was no underage child. So it's the intent, the solicitation of what you thought was a child, not the actual act of doing so. This sounds, it's a weird thing to argue for, but you're 100% it, well, it, right. It, it is. It's, it's uncomfortable. And I, hey, lock all of them up. If you were going to plan or just think about having sex with a, like this guy, um, 41-year-old Rusty Harden of Tampa, <laughs> he is a, 
That's a real name, I believe. Uh, who is, uh, believe it or not, a registered sex offender, oh, was also funny. arrested on multiple felony charges after he sent explicit messages and photos to an undercover detective he believed was a 14-year-old girl. But wasn't. But was actually, yeah, somebody working for the... Man, but, but he thought he was sending Rusty's Harden to, uh, to a 14-year-old girl. That's gross. It really is. Uh, you don't like the Fast and Furious franchise. Is that safe to say? You've I've got- never seen it, so I can't say that right. I like it. And, and you, you've been, which I've been. Paul Walker's a kid well, see, diddler. I've been, I've been forced to have to or confront. was a kid diddler. He's a dead kid diddler now. I have been forced to confront some things about Paul Walker that I'm not proud of. Oh, yeah. There are some uncomfortable truths about Paul the, Walker. The fact that he had to go to his eventual wife's parents and ask for permission because she was like 15 years old. That's hard to get around. And he was what? 23, 24, 23, I think 23 or 24. Yeah. That's, that's hard. But mm-hmm. I would just ask for the sake of this conversation. It has nothing to do with that. Okay. For this sake, the sake of this conversation, All right. the fast and furious nine uh, trailer dropped yesterday. Uh-huh. And um, John Cena has been the first person to be cast as a family member in the fast franchise in quite some time. And how it came to be uh, is the most bizarre thing ever. And I don't think that we're ever going to really know how weird uh, Vin Diesel really is. And this is what Vin Diesel said about how he came to, to allow John Cena to be a part of the Toretto family in Fast and the Furious oh, 9. Okay. This is Vin Diesel talking. I remember once we were we started getting closer to production uh, and Justin, and who's the, who's the director, and I wouldn't talk about how harrowing it would be to actually cast a new Toretto, the brother of the Toretto, Diesel said. There's so many different directions you can go. And I remember John Cena coming into my Dom Shrine so Dom is the character that Vin Diesel plays. Oh, okay. In, so, that was like Dominatrix. No, so he has hot. a he has a shrine to the character that he plays in in Fast and Furious, where he goes to. I would go in there to meditate and train. I go there to get into my Dom state of mind, and I remember John Vin Diesel does this. Yes, and I remember John coming in and call this crazy, but I remember feeling as though Paul Walker had sent him. I remember talking to Jess, Justin that night and saying, my gut and my heart feels like this was meant to be. Okay. Dude, he's a... I love the movies. I'm going to see Fast 9. I will defend the franchise until I die because I think it's great. But that dude is weird. At the time of his death, Paul was 40 and he was dating Jasmine Pilshard Gosnell, who was 23. They started dating when she was 16 and he was 33. And they were living together at the time of his death. 33. Yeah, I said I, I accepted it. 16. I accepted it. But just because he may have had a love for young women doesn't mean he can visit, doesn't mean he can't visit Vin Diesel from the grave and tell him to put John Cena in the new Fast movie. You're right. That's all I ask. Yep. Uh, we talked quite a bit th- earlier this week about the 11-year-old girl in Pasco County who went missing from her mid- middle school, and I, I just saw it this morning for the first time. You had a Facebook post that absolutely <laughs> blew up, and I don't even know exactly what happened. It's on Drew Grubbo Live if you want to look but, at it. But it seemed that you were saying it's the parents' fault. Well, it, it, I initially said it was the parents' fault until I realized that she was in foster care. Well, it's it's... Through all of that, and people wanted to debate with you, and and, yes. and they did, of course, it oh, seems. Yes. Um, 
at the end of the day, the mom is currently in jail. And the headline reads, I blame myself. Uh, So here's the clip from WFLA interviewing the mom of the 11-year-old who there had to be an Amber Alert issued for. And she was found with a 22-year-old man who believed that was his girlfriend. Jocelyn is currently in jail on burglary and drug charges. She tells me she feels helpless and heartbroken that this horrifying chain of events happened while she was in custody. It's, it's so unfortunate that, that she had to go through this. And then I blame myself in a lot of ways because I'm here. Jocelyn is currently in custody, accused of entering a man's garage and plugging her phone into charge. That was the burglary. When deputies located her, they found drugs on her. I do feel... Just just for for reference, is that... I mean, I understand you can't go, and you probably got a clean shoot if you find this lady who may or may not have been slightly cracked out. In your garage, you know, you probably got a clean shoot, but... You think they would have taken her into jail just if they found out that she was trying to charge her phone? I would hope not. Would she steal electricity? Yeah, that's the thing. When you say burglary, I don't think you of a theft of electricity. Yeah, you haven't been burgled all that hard. And, and, man, what a chain of events. She gets locked up for that, and her 11-year-old kid gets preyed upon by these monsters. Responsible in a lot of ways because I'm her mother. I'm supposed to be there. I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be here. I should not be in jail. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, I'm not saying, I mean, I'm saying like I shouldn't have done something wrong. The night Jocelyn's daughter went missing, Sheriff Chris Nako spoke about her tough childhood. Her parents are, are not taking care of her. Um, she's lived a very rough life. She has numerous adverse childhood experiences. I did look at your record. You have been in and out of jail and that's right. a stable uh, place for a child. No, it isn't. That's why I, I agreed to sign my rights over. You see what I'm saying? To let them go into foster care. But I did that with the agreement of having open adoption. Jocelyn knows after what investigators say happened in this mobile home park in Hillsborough County, her daughter will need help. She probably thinks that I'm mad at her or she, you know what I mean? She feels ashamed. She feels like she's probably putting on a facade of, you know, um, like, she's okay, and she's trying to hold it together, but I know that she's not. She's a little girl. So here's a detail that I did not know. Did you see how many children this woman has? Um, No. Nine children from one year old to 23 years old, and they're all in some form of foster care. Well, obviously, the ones that are older are not, but all of them that are under 18 are in foster care. Jesus, man. I mean... How many kids do you have to have with them, with you not being able to take care of them? Well, I know that like forced sterilization, we frown upon it on this country. But when you just are putting them out into the system, right. when did they do something and say, lady, you can't make any more kids? We got to okay. sew you shut. Well, okay. How about five? How about we decide that five's the cutoff? After you have five kids that you can't take care of, that you yeah. have to give to the state, we have decided that, that you're not going to be able to, to have kids anymore. I think it's fair. So, I mean, it's sad in a bunch of different ways, but this woman, although she's she's making herself seem like she understands, she's been in and out of prison with nine kids, giving them up to the state. So I think it's probably a little bit of her being able to play the victim for a second. Agreed. Uh, the story that I told you about before, these are the things that freak me out. The I think of scenarios like this happening all the time. If my wife goes into a, uh, to a, a store or something and she's not, gone for longer than I think, my my vivid, violent imagination believes that she's been abducted. And it's stories like this popping up that makes me feel that way. Angela Morrissey, she's 23. She vanished in Miami on March 28th while va- va- vacationing with her boyfriend, Amir. 
Albadri said that they were waiting for a boat tour when she went to the go to the bathroom and never returned. Morrissey was last seen the following night on surveillance video at a gas station in Hialeah, about 11 miles from the location of her disappearance. Police said the the husband is not considered a suspect, but Morrissey's mother said she does not think the boyfriend is telling the whole truth. He says they were going on this boat trip and he was about to propose to her. Okay. When people vanish like that, I mean, sometimes it's, I mean, we're listening to that podcast right now, The Case, which has a couple of, of things like that where... Somebody sees that person 15 minutes later, they're gone Never. from the face of the earth forever. And, uh, you know, she, she's a mother of two and it's a, it's really sad. I mean, this, this far in, it was on the 28th. We're now in the 15th and nobody's heard from her. You have to imagine that the ending will not be good. Correct. Uh, and real quick, uh, I love uh, fiery audio clips, and this is one of them. Last night on Fox News, uh, Dan Bongiano. Bongiano, is that how you say it? I don't know. Uh, he's the guy who took uh, Rush's spot in a oh, lot of yeah. markets on the radio. Uh, he had a complete, um, well, I don't know who the one is melting down, an overall meltdown between him and Geraldo Rivera uh, talking about race relations in this country. And um, here you go. You tell that to the black families that see their sons a being race. killed that's all you twice got. the rate you of white. you got nothing else, so, buddy. Is it, that's you got a nothing fact. else. That's a fact. You've got nothing that's else. The all you want to do is fact. see the country that burn. Is the, you just want to see the uh, country burn. All, that's it. I want to see the time. country burn. You son race. of a bitch. I want to see the country burn, you punk. You're nothing but a punk. You're a punk, Bungino. You're a punk. You wouldn't tell me that to my face. He's he threatening to kick, you, kick an old man's ass. Oh, man. Geraldo, is, he's cut up. You ever see those shirtless uh, pics of, oh, yeah. uh, of Geraldo? Don't mess with Jerry Rivers. Yeah. Uh, some Vegas odd makers have all, all, also uh, brought up the odds of this being the year that extraterrestrials will uh, be visiting Earth. What are those odds? 20 to 1. 20 to 1. Yeah. All right. And that has to do with the new uh, military videos of the pyramid-like uh, UFOs and stuff. So yeah. That seems like pretty good odds. I'll take them. Uh-huh. I'm Bertone. Did you know the average flood claim tops $33,000 in repairs? Flooding not only occurs near the coast of a body of water, near a coast or a body of water, but inland as well due to heavy rainfall, water drainage, or new construction nearby. The flood trained professionals at Italiano Insurance will help you evaluate your risk and recommend the flood protection you need. Call 813-877-7799 or go to italianoinsurance.com right now and get a free flood risk evaluation. Flooding is the number one natural disaster. Call Italiano today. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.